Hi everyone, welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 349 days, Ukraine defends itself against the forces of the Russian invasion. In his State of the Union address, U.S. President Joe Biden called Russia's war in Ukraine the biggest test for the world and assured that the U.S. would support Ukrainians for as long as it takes, reports Ukrainska Pravda. Quote, it was a test for America, for the whole world. Will we stand up for the most basic principles? Will we stand for sovereignty or will we stand for the right of people to live free from tyranny? Will we stand up for the protection of democracy? One year later, we know the answer, yes, we will, and yes, we did, unquote. German Defense Minister Boris Pistorius visited Ukraine for the first time after his appointment, reports Interfax Ukraine. The German minister met President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky and Defense Minister Oleksiy Reznikov. Pistorius informed that a group of Ukrainian military went to Germany yesterday to train on the Leopard 2 tanks. Earlier, the Defense Ministry of Germany said that the first Leopard 2 tanks will be ready for Ukraine by late March, reports European Pravda. Defense ministers of Ukraine and Germany during the meeting discussed options to accelerate the manufacture of ammunition for Ukraine, in particular air defense systems. After the meeting, Oleksiy Reznikov has announced a lot of positive news for Ukraine in the near future. Volodymyr Zelensky noted that the recent decisions of the tank coalition can really give Ukraine no advantages over the enemy, yet parity on the battlefield. He also stressed that the effectiveness of health depends on the time of the delivery, on the quantity and the modernity of the tanks provided to Ukraine. During the visit, the German federal government has approved the export of Leopard 1A5 main battle tanks to Ukraine, reports Ukrinform. Demotivated it by Ukraine's legitimate self-defense against the Russian aggressive war which violates international law. German military companies received export licenses for up to 178 Leopard 1 main battle tanks for Ukraine. At the same time, the German defense ministry notes that the number of tanks that will actually be delivered to Ukraine depends on the necessary repair work. As our format is designed to give you only the most important news, we feel that on some topics more in-depth discussion is needed. And that is exactly what we are doing. In a new segment called Long Talk, we discuss different topics in and around Ukraine with invited guests. From experts to eyewitnesses and ordinary Ukrainians who live through the war. Our first episode on Ukraine's war economy is already out. Be sure to check it out wherever you listen to our podcast. According to the U.S. Institute for the Study of War, Russian military command may be rushing to launch a large-scale offensive operation to conquer Donetsk Oblast in an unrealistic time frame and likely without sufficient combat power, reports Ukrainska Pravda. Based on the assessment of the UK Ministry of Defense, the experts point out that Russia has highly likely been attempting to launch a major offensive operation to reach the Donetsk Oblast administrative border since early January 2023, but had only been able to gain several hundred meters of territory per week. The UK Ministry of Defense attributed such a slow pace to Russian munitions shortages and the lack of maneuver units that are necessary for a successful and rapid offensive. Yesterday, Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu held a press conference on the status of the war. The institute believes that it was an attempt to present the Russian Ministry of Defense as an effective and involved leadership apparatus as the Russian military prepares for a renewed major offensive in Ukraine. 
Financial Times in one of its articles assesses that Ukrainian defenders use about 5 to 6,000 artillery shells per day, which equals the annual need of a small European country, reports Ukrainska Pravda. According to Morgan Brandsek, CEO of the Norwegian arms manufacturer NAMO, the sharp shift to military rails is creating a supply chain crisis in Europe as defense manufacturers try to ramp up production to replenish national stockpiles as well as to support supplies to Ukraine. Demand for some components is so high that delivery waiting time has increased from months to years, he said. Two Ukrainian citizens who were considered dead after an earthquake in the south of Turkey are alive, reports Ukrainska Pravda. Ukraine's ambassador informed that they were rescued from under the rubble. Early, the spokesman for the Foreign Ministry of Ukraine, Oleg Nikolenko, said the two Ukrainians were probably killed, according to the information provided by the country's authorities. The ministry also knows about four Ukrainians who were slightly injured. Nikolenko informed that in general, diplomats have found 38 citizens. They are cooperating with the Turkish rescue services to find the other 19 Ukrainians who have not yet made contact. In his evening video address, President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky informed that he spoke with his Turkish colleague Recep Tayyip Erdogan. He expressed condolences over the tragedy caused by the earthquakes in the southeastern regions of Turkey. Earlier, Zelensky signed a decree on providing humanitarian assistance to Turkey. Also, a consolidated search and rescue team of the State Emergency Service of Ukraine departed there. Around 90 rescuers and 10 search and rescue dogs will join the operation to clean up the aftermath of the earthquakes. The media report that over 7,800 people were killed in the result of the earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. The Ukrainian parliament Verkhovna Rada has appointed Igor Klimenko to the post of Interior Minister and Vasil Maluk as head of the State Security Service of Ukraine, reports Suspilne. Police General of the First Rank Klimenko was appointed acting minister on January 18, 2023, after the death of the leadership of the ministry in a helicopter crash in Brovary Kyiv region. Prior to that, from September 25, 2019, he headed the National Police of Ukraine. On July 18, 2022, the president appointed Deputy Head of Security Service General Vasil Maluk as acting head of the service. If you like what we do and would like to tip us, you can now do so directly to our PayPal. Check out the link in the description to this episode for more details. And as usual, you can subscribe to our Patreon. In gratitude for your help, we will give you access to a series of exclusive episodes on wartime life in Ukraine. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.